The President of the United States? Wait a minute. It's a Monday. Does anybody know who the President is? Does anybody have a clue where the President is? No, seriously. We have a President, I swear to you. Kamala Harris said we did just the other day. We'll get the real answer in just a moment. The Glenn Beck Program. This holiday season, I want you to grab the protein bar that actually tastes like a candy bar. I think it is a candy bar, but it's like in my world where candy bars would be good for you as well. Built Bars are filled with so much holiday goodness, they're practically Santa. They're rich with flavor, covered in real chocolate, yet amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat. And of course, they're high in protein. So you get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. Built Bar comes in so many flavors, you're going to have a hard time choosing. Do you want the raspberry or the mint brownie, cookies and cream, the peanut butter brownie? They're delicious. The holidays are stressful. Built Bars are going to give you that extra fuel you need to barge through those mall doors and battle against all the other holiday shoppers or just standing in endless lines built bars will give you that extra something to keep you going so throw one in your jacket or your purse you never know when you're going to need it it's built bars built.com healthy and delicious built.com use the promo code beck 15 get 15 percent off your order built.com promo code beck 15 Now, you've got to think somebody inside the White House said, wait a minute, Charlemagne the God, I think we remember that. It is the Glenn Beck program. Jeff Katz, so thrilled and blessed to be sitting in for Glenn again today. It's a beautiful Monday, and you're thinking as I am, wait a minute, I know we had a president. I kind of went to bed on Friday, and I'm thinking we've got a president. I sometimes have to wonder if he's all there. I sometimes have to wonder if he's there at all. You and I are thinking, well, I don't know. I remember this whole election thing. and uh, All right. But we've kind of figured out that there's somebody in the Oval Office, right? It, it's sort of like a giant weekend at Bernie's. I mean, Joe Biden is kind of the designated meat puppet, and they put him over here, and he reads whatever's on that teleprompter, generally right down to the bottom where it says, stop reading now, turn left, smile. And he doesn't even turn left or smile. I mean, he's just there. So the other day, we've got the vice president of the United States. Remember her playing the part of the vice president, Kamala Harris, while Joe Biden plays the part of the president in this, which is really, if we want to be honest, kind of the third term for Barack Obama. I mean, that's that's really where this all winds up, right? So I've got a little snippet here, and I, I just want to share it with you and uh, just, well, let's take a look. Charlemagne the God and Kamala Harris, the vice president. Who's the real president of this country? Is it Joe Manchin or Joe Biden, Madam Vice President? Come on, Charlemagne. I really, Come on, I, it's Joe Biden. I can't no, tell no, sometimes. No, 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 no. It's Joe Biden. And don't start talking like a Republican about asking whether or not he's president. Do you think Joe Manchin and, is and a problem? It's Joe Bi- and, it's Joe Bi- and it's Joe Biden. And I'm vice president. And my name is Kamala Harris. 
And my name is Jeff Katz, usually heard on News Radio WRVA in Central Virginia. And this morning, filling in for Glenn Beck. Now that we've all identified each other, we've had our little introductions. Hi, how are you? Nice to meet you. Uh, by the way, who is the president? I, I got to tell you something. Brilliant question. And the answers, well, the answers are all out there. They see everybody's now torqued inside the D.C. folks. The uber left is going, oh, Joe Manchin's not playing games. Joe Manchin, oh, we should identify Joe Manchin. Senator from West Virginia. Gadfly, all around pain in the rear end. If you're trying to just jam through the build back better thing, right? We've all got to be on the hook for, I don't know, half a billion, two billion, 20 billion, six trillion. I've lost count. And in all candor, I went to public schools. I can't count that high anyway. Joe Biden says, listen, I'm going to do a deal. I think this is where he whispered. He does that creepy whisper thing. But I think this is where he whispered. I'm going to do a deal with Joe Biden. Wait, Joe Manchin. No, I'm Joe. Right. I'm Joe Biden. No, hold on a second. I'm Joe Biden. And and you're right. You're not. Okay. Like an old Saturday Night Live skit. We've got a deal. Joe Biden, no, I'm Joe Biden. Joe Manchin is, he's going to go along with this. We're going to build back better. And and this is a great reset. Oh, sorry, that was on the notes. I'm not supposed to read that great reset. Can you do me a favor, please? Pretend I didn't say that. Oh, absolutely, Mr. President. We'll, we'll fix that in post-production. So anyway, we're going to take a whole slew of money that we don't have, and we're going to spend it on just a bunch of stuff we don't need. And in fact, in that big pile of stuff, there's a whole bunch of stuff we don't actually want either. What could possibly go wrong? Well, you and I know exactly what's going on right now, and you and I know exactly what's going wrong right now. I don't even want to ask anymore who the president is or where the president is. You know the question I've got? Where'd my country go? Honest to goodness, I just, I'm just trying to figure out where the United States of America has gone. I've experienced things in the last year I've never experienced in my life. Look, I got five decades of experience. I'm just living. I mean, it's not necessarily huge experience or great accomplishments, but, you know, after 50 years, you say, I do know a thing or two. And it's why when I hit 50, I became, as Glenn said, you know, a, a mature American. Right? AMAC. I'm, I'm mature. My wife would argue with that, but I'm pretty sure that I'm relatively mature. So I experienced some stuff I've never experienced before. Let me give you the examples. Thanksgiving. I'm looking for turkeys. You can't find turkeys. There's a turkey shortage. In 50 plus Thanksgivings, I swear to you, I've never once thought Oh, there's not going to be any turkey. It was one time my brother, who was a chef down in Palm Beach, Florida, uh, he prepared leg of lamb, which frankly ruined Thanksgiving for everybody because who wants something so delicious and delectable? We're all looking forward to Cousin Shirley's dried out like shoe leather turkey, and that's what we expected, and that's what we wanted, and then my brother filled in that particular Thanksgiving, made leg of lamb with all sorts of vegetables I couldn't pronounce and, and stuff I would never buy, and other than that, never a turkey problem. This year, I have to talk to a friend of mine who actually owns a supermarket, big supermarket here in Virginia. 
And he had said to me, he says, Jeff, listen, I know your son's coming home from college. You got the family. You got to get a turkey ASAP. Seriously, when they come in, I'll put one aside for you. I said, okay. I said, well, I, and I just thought he was being nice. And he is a nice guy. I said, but, well, why do you have to do that, Tom? And he says, well, there's a turkey shortage. I said, there can't be a turkey shortage. I mean, you know, it's, there's never a turkey short. I said, yeah, there is a turkey shortage. And just to give you even more good news, in about a month, remember this right before Thanksgiving, he says, in about a month, people are going to be celebrating Christmas. Absolutely. Everybody loves Christmas, lights and decorations. And, you know, for a handful of people, uh, the actual meaning of Christmas and religion and charity and those things that, you know, in 2021, we all like to avoid. We shouldn't. We'll talk a little bit about that, but we do. He says, there's a Christmas tree shortage. And I was livid. There cannot be a Christmas tree shortage. That's insane. I love you. You're a great guy. Think the world of you. Still coming in to do my uh, my shopping there, but there cannot be a Christmas tree shortage. He was right on both counts, of course. Have you been to a supermarket recently where there have been empty shelves? Now, we live kind of out in the country, farmland. It's, it's, it's a beautiful place called Hanover County, Virginia. And don't even think about moving here. We're all filled up. No room for anybody else. But, but we've got farms and we've got cows and there's grass and trees. And like right now, I'm looking out this window from my broadcast hut and I can see trees and 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 there's grass and eh, some of it has gone dormant for the winter but but trees and grass and other cool stuff and when i look out that window that's the window i always describe as my seriously you're an atheist window like can you look out this window see what i am seeing and then turn around and go yeah i died that god stuff i don't go along with that oh okay So I look at all of this, and as I said, we're sort of out in the country. So we've got a local supermarket, which is about five miles away. And in fact, now that I think about it, we've got one five miles away and another one maybe seven miles away, both the same brand or company. And we'll go to one or the other when we need regular stuff. You know, Jeff, we're out of half and half. Major crisis. Jeff, we need such and such. Okay. But when we do our big market visit, we drive probably, I don't know, 20, 25 minutes to this other store, which is in another area because the quality is so much better. But when we do our local marketing, local store, it's a big company. Some of the shelves are empty. I've never seen empty shelves at a supermarket. The only time I've ever seen partially empty shelves have been at those times when people were, you know, restocking the shelves, putting fresh things up there. But to walk into a major supermarket chain store and see empty shelves, I just can't help but think to myself, that's not America. That's not at all what we signed up for. I mentioned the half and half for a reason. 
I'm sitting here with a, a steaming cup of coffee, and I put half and half in it. I went into this big brand name store. It's two weeks ago. And I went to the dairy section, refrigerator, to get half and half. We go through a lot of half and half. And it's empty. I mean, not like a small container, not a big container, not a medium container. There's nothing there. Nothing but empty shelves. And so I find one of the uh, employees. I said, hey, um, can you get me a half and half from the back? I just assumed, right? Because after 50 years of living in the United States, I just assumed uh, there'd be half and half in the back. She says, yeah, let me go back and get you some. And she comes back out. She says, we have none. And I sort of chuck. What do you mean you don't have any? Says, uh, we, we don't have any. How can you not have half and half? Sir, I don't know. I said, well, you, you need to go look again. I mean, you don't understand. This is a crisis. Sir, we don't have any. I'll get you the dairy manager. Okay. So here comes the, the dairy manager. I said, where's the half and half? I don't know. We don't have any. What do you mean you don't have? When is it coming in? Is, is it going to be like in 20 minutes? Because I'll stand right here. I will wait. I am not going to move till you get the half and half in. Sir, we don't have any. When is it coming in? We're not getting any. What? Now, I'm a city guy, right? I didn't think there was anything between the cattle, the head of cattle, and, and, and the supermarket. I just assumed all the meat came in styrofoam and shrink wrap, and that's the way it was. I didn't realize there was another part of this equation. I said, well, wh- what do you mean you don't have any? We don't have any at our warehouse. I said, so you're telling me there's not a single one of this brand name supermarket that has half and half. That's right. And I thought to myself, well, there you go, Mr. President. Joe Biden, you did that. 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. Remember, you got to check out everything that uh, is all Glenn, glennbeck.com. Wonderful stuff there. There's so much there in terms of personal stories and, and the charity work. I love that. Theblaze.com. If you want to hit me up on social media, I'd love to have you do it. The Jeff Cat Show. i got all the stories posted over on Facebook, The Jeff Cat Show or TheJeffCatShow.com. Jeff Cat, so happy to be sitting in for my friend Glenn. It is the Glenn Beck Program. in the final countdown. Christmas is only a week away, and Chamonix wants you to celebrate this holiday season with gift-giving. For only a few more days, GenuCell's most popular package is 60% off at GenuCell.com. You can treat yourself and a loved one to the absolute best skincare in the world. See those droopy eyelids, forehead wrinkles, pesky bags and puffiness, and yes, even a sagging jawline disappear right before your eyes with GenuCell's classic collection. With its immediate effects, you'll see results in less than 12 hours, guaranteed, or your money back, and you're guaranteed to get your GenuCell in time for the holidays since every product is made right here in the United States. Order now, get your complimentary spa package absolutely free at checkout. Chamonix's world-class microderm abrasion treatment, cleanser, and toner make the perfect stocking stuffer. Visit GenuCell.com, enter my promo code BEC35 for an additional 35 bucks off. Every order today is instantly upgraded to free express shipping. It's GenuCell.com, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com.
It's Glenn Beck program. Jeff Katz sitting in for Glenn Beck today. Coming up just a couple of moments from now, Mark Morgan is going to join us. Now, the name is probably familiar to you because you've seen Mark Morgan testify before Congress, the House, the Senate. You've seen him as a leader in the uh, law enforcement community on the federal platform. Mark Morgan's a fascinating guy. Uh, started his career as a United States Marine, serves as a Los Angeles police officer, goes to law school, winds up as one of the big bosses at the FBI, uh, winds up then appointed by President Barack Obama to be the chief of the United States Border Patrol. But wait, there's more, because I know you're thinking, wait a minute, hold on. That whole seventh floor of the FBI, eh, not really crazy about those guys in the last couple of years, I know. But he wasn't there then. He was there before that. And, and, and appointed by President Obama, Jeff, is that really, really what we're interested in? Well, he was then appointed by President Trump to be the director, the commissioner of Customs and Border Protection. In other words, Mark Morgan's one of those guys that I think you and I look at and say, wow true, honest-to-goodness public servant. So he'll be with us in a couple of moments because the crisis on the border is getting worse, and it is all political. The crisis in the stores, I mean, it's a little closer to home, right? I mean, I think about this, and I, I, I wonder, you know, my boys are of an age that they are, well, they don't like trucks anymore. They don't like cars anymore. My oldest guy just came home from college. He's a... Uh, Student, he's a sophomore, there it is, at Stanford University. Brilliant kid, brilliant kid. He just got an email, and he came up to me, well, I guess two days ago, three days ago, he said, hey, Dad, I said, yeah, uh, I have to share something with you. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh. When your 20-year-old 20 son starts a sentence with, Dad, I've got to share something with you. Oh, yeah. All sorts of crazy things run through your mind, right? And what he had to share with me is that he had gotten an email from Stanford telling him, you don't have to come back to campus. Now, I look at this kid, and I've always referred to him as our litigator, right? I mean, he's just brilliant. He's always argued everything. Doesn't agree with anything I believe in. And I mean, it's just whatever. But... He is a brilliant young man. And I thought, well, there's no way he's getting kicked out of school. His grades are exemplary. Let me, let me brag for just a moment now. Jeff Katz's son is maintaining and has maintained for two years at Stanford University a perfect 4.0 grade point average. But wait, there's more. He's actually gotten A pluses, which I didn't even know you could get in college. So he has a 4.2. Now, that being said, I'm thinking, you're not going to get kicked out of college because of academics. You're, you're, I know you're not getting kicked out because of a failure to pay tuition because I just sold my spleen last week to pay for this quarter. So what is it? He says, uh, because of the increase in COVID cases... The first two weeks of this quarter, spring quarter, winter quarter, whatever it is, will be conducted virtually. Now, this is how it started last year or the year before. Or was it last year? 
when was our coronavirus crisis? It, you know, for a second, I had kind of forgotten about some of it. Like we had sort of kind of gotten back to the real world and everybody had a life. Uh, but wasn't it like 18 months ago, 20 months ago, where we were told, what was it then? It was two weeks then, wasn't it? Hey, two weeks to flatten the curve. Yeah. Now, I kind of thought to myself even then, two weeks, but they're two government weeks. So, all right, I'm, I'm willing to cut you some slack. I'm thinking three, four weeks by the time you get the paperwork done, there's going to be bureaucracy, there's machinery, minutia, manure, whatever it is, something with an M. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that, that uh, uh, all right, four weeks. And then it was six weeks and eight weeks. Now, here we are, what, 18, 19, 20 months later. The world, in many cases, has simply reopened. Right? You look at Florida, you look at Texas, <laughs> everybody's got a life. Then you look at some of these places, and you're thinking to yourself, you can't even go outside anymore. The city of Philadelphia is setting a brand new record for homicides, murders, nobody getting prosecuted. But they're going to make five-year-olds and three-year-olds and four-year-olds wear masks. Jeff Katz in this morning for Glenn Beck. It is the Glenn Beck Program. If you're looking for a New Year's resolution that is easy to keep, I have just the thing. It's time to do something that will help protect your identity and your personal information. It's time to get LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. LifeLock will alert you to any potential threats to your identity online because you're going to miss certain ID threats if you're only monitoring your credit. And they pay attention to more and will not only notify you if they find threats, things like your information being for sale on the dark web, But also, if you do become a victim of ID theft, a U.S.-based restoration specialist is going to help you take the necessary steps to help resolve your case. That's LifeLock. No one can prevent all identity theft, monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock is the New Year's resolution that's easy to keep. Keep you and your family safe and save up to 25% off your first year. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or go to LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK. LifeLock.com, promo code BECK. Save 25%. Making socialists question their life choices. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Stick around. More after the break. It is the Glenn Beck Program. Jeff Katz, thrilled to be sitting in for Glenn. want to remind you, everything Glenn can be found at glennbeck.com, theblaze.com. And if you're looking for some of the things I've been talking about as I am uh, thrilled to be sitting in for Glenn this morning, uh, you can hit me up on Twitter, Jeff Cat Show, Facebook. I've got everything posted over there, The Jeff Cat Show. And give it a like if you don't mind, because I really do think it bugs the people at Facebook, because I think they're kind of doing the stuff that the Twitter people did, you know, where they would shadow ban and they take followers away and all that good stuff. So uh, help me annoy Facebook. Uh, look for The Jeff Cat Show on Facebook. I mentioned to you, we've got empty shelves, something I've never seen in my life. I swear to you, I've never seen empty shelves like this in my life. We've got all of the discussion about COVID. We need to get jabbed. We shouldn't get jabbed. We need to get jabbed. We have to get jabbed. You're going to get jabbed again and again, whatever it is. 
Oh, and by the way, just in case you didn't notice, uh, we've got millions of people streaming into the United States illegally via the southern border, and uh, no questions of them. Nothing. So what kind of sense does this make? I have no idea. Mark Morgan is somebody who has served this nation for decades. United States Marine, Los Angeles police officer, gets appointed by President Obama after his service in the FBI to be the chief of the Border Patrol. And then President Trump comes along and says, hey, by the way, Mark, listen, uh, I, want to, uh, I want to change a little thing here. And I'm, I'm sure he's thinking, oh, man, I, I no job. And instead, President Trump says, I want you to be in charge of the entire thing, Customs and Border Protection. The man knows a thing or two about what's going on, and I'm so happy to say that he's joining us. Mark, thanks for being here. Jeff, as always, I really appreciate you letting me on. The uh, the pleasure is ours, and I hope I didn't miss anything because your 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 CV is like eighty two pages long. So I just kind of <laughs> got the highlights. If that's okay, it is. Unfortunately, when you rattle off like that, it makes me sound like I can't keep a job. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's just somebody always coming along, going, Mark, we got something even better for you now. You know, as a matter of qualification, I want to point out again, and maybe you can discuss this a little bit, uh, this is not like vast right-wing conspiracy, vast left-wing conspiracy, because you have served presidents of all varieties, correct? That's right. 35 years, six administrations, both Republican and Democrat. As you said, I served as chief of the United States Border Patrol under the Obama administration and then finished off my career as the acting commissioner of Customs and Border Protection under the Trump administration. So, Jeff, you're you're absolutely correct. This, This is not a partisan thing for me. This is about America. Well, let's talk about America then. And I, I don't mean to phrase it like this, but what the hell is going on down there on the southern border? How can we not say, uh, please slow down as you're entering the country, if not, you know, stop completely? That's exactly right. And this is why I like to, I, I try, every conversation I have, Jeff, I try to introduce facts to that. Facts that are undisputable, that really tries to take politics out of it. Let me give you a couple of facts that are, I think are very important. The the first 12 months, the the first 12 months of the calendar year of this administration, 2 million apprehensions. That is more apprehensions at our southwest border than in the history of our border, more than in our our lifetime that we've ever seen. Another number, 600,000 gotaways. Because Border Patrol, the very limited resources, are being pulled off their national security mission to process 2 million apprehensions. Large area of the border are wide open. And this year, 600,000 gotaways. That's 600,000 illegal aliens that have evaded apprehension, got past the Border Patrol, and made their way to every town, city, and state. That, just for your listeners, that is the size of the state of Vermont just in the past 12 months. The last number I'll give you, 400,000 turnbacks. Those that tried to illegal entry couldn't evade apprehension, but didn't want to get caught and turn back. Add that, three million. Three million immigrants have tried to have been successfully entered our southwest border in 12 months. Okay, now, the first number, though, Mark, two million apprehensions. Now, you know, I used to be a cop. I'm thinking, man, that's a lot of busts. That's that's good news, isn't it? We're arresting a lot of people that are breaking the law. I mean, that not that a good number? Yeah, it would be if you follow the chain through and consequences were actually applied and those that filed fraudulent or, or fake asylum claims were removed. It would be a good thing. But that's not what's happening <laughs> under this administration. They, they, they have totally 
destroyed every effective, you know, the the network, I call it, of tools, authorities, and policies we had to actually apply consequences to those that were breaking our country and filing false claims. They're not doing that. Look, here's another number. Uh, Of that two million, you're looking at around a million this calendar year that they have released into the interior United States. Look, I was listening to you. You're talking about how everybody's got to get jabbed, right? If you want to keep your job right. put it on the table as an American citizen, you got to get jabbed. Guess what? They've released, intentionally released, about a million illegal aliens into this country. The majority of them are unaccompanied minors and families. And guess what? Huh. None of them, none of them, the, uh, unless you're an unaccompanied minor, you're not tested, nor is there a mandate to get jabbed. Although you've traveled through COVID hotspots, you've been kept in overcrowded, unsanitary stash houses for days and weeks before you illegally entering. And what's this? what this administration says? No problem. We're not going to test you. There's no vaccine mandate. Come on. Even though their own CDC says when it comes to families, they should not let them in to reduce the further spread of COVID. That's where we're at right now. Mark Morgan is joining us on the Glenn Beck program. Mark served as the chief of the United States Border Patrol, as the commissioner of Customs and Border Protection. So, two million, you say there's no consequences. Now that, all right, so you apprehend these people. Just just make this clear to me, Mark, and you got to speak slowly because I'm not nearly as smart as you are, but you, you, you get these two million people and you do the paperwork and and then what? What, like a hug, a kiss, a pat on the rear end like it's a football game? What What, what are we doing? Yeah, it's even worse than that. So, so what we did one one of the most significant loopholes that was created by just horrible uh, legislation is is that if you were unaccompanied or minor or family and you broke into our country, we could not detain you. We could not detain you long enough to get through the immigration proceedings. So you had to be released. And we knew that more than ninety percent of those that we released that came here illegally did not have a valid asylum claim. That's very very important. So they remained in the country illegally, and we knew that under President Trump, we went to the president. We said. Mr. President, this doesn't make sense. He goes, oh, it doesn't. So what can we do? So that's how the Remain in Mexico program came. Jeff, that mm-hmm. was a, that was an instrumental program. Is it closed that loophole? No longer was was if you uh, if you made it to our border illegally with a kid, was that your automatic passport in the United States? We said no. We're not going to release you. You're going to remain in Mexico. You're still going to get due process in the United States. Still go through the asylum process, but we're not going to release you to then abscond and never come to court again. This administration stopped that. Uh, the Remain in Mexico program, they reinstituted catch and release. So right now, if you're a family, you walk up to our border, you say, I'm here illegally. Oh, by the way, I have COVID. No problem. Come on in. They're going to process you, give you a hug, and they're going to give you a plane ticket anywhere that the illegal alien wants to go in the United States. They're going to fly you, and they're never going to hear from them again. Well, how do I get that deal? I, I could use a weekend away somewhere. That's insane. Come on. That's just crazy. <laughs> It is. Look, I, I was just talking to, to, to a neighbor of mine whose father is from another country who came in legally, and he was talking about all the procedures, how he had to show his vaccine card, how he showed he was positive, uh, you know, COVID test, went through all this. This is a laborious process he's never been before. And I was talking to him about what happens illegally. I just explained to you. He goes, well, heck, next time I want to come see my daughter, I'll just come in illegally. It'd be a lot easier. No kidding. God, I just listen, Mark. I, you know, I just had a uh, weekend where I had to take care of all the kids because Heidi, uh, my wife, is a devoted New England Patriots fan, and uh, you know, both division. No, no, that's all right. It's not just the Northern Division; it's the Southern Division now. You know, Brady and Gronk down in Tampa Bay. So she, 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 she went to Tampa Bay for the weekend, hanging out. Although it's it's only the second time in Brady's NFL career he didn't throw a touchdown, but she's there. She's on the beach. She's sending me pictures. All this great stuff. 
My youngest kid, he's 17 years old, works literally across the street. He walks from our house across the street. It's 90 seconds. He has to have his COVID information. Uh, They take tests. But if he came across the border, it'd be like, hey, go to Tampa. The weather's great. That's right. Look, you're listening. Let me give you another stat. We're we're not making this up. Right now, we, we have proof. This this comes from a lot of Democrat, Democratic mayors on the southwest border that are having to uh, deal with the initial surge of, of the invasion of 2 million illegal aliens. Up to 25%, and I'm being conservative, of illegal aliens crossing our border have COVID. 25%. Oh. So, so, Jeff, we know that 25% of that 2 million, and then the 600,000 that get away, have active oh. COVID. But this administration is still allowing them in, not testing them, no vaccine mandate. But if you want to do as you just said as an American citizen, you have to be vaccinated. And that definition is even expanding as we go on. And what planet does that, I mean, Jeff, set aside how you feel about mandates or not. But what right. planet does it make sense to apply the mandate with inconsistency? That's where we get that this is not about science, this is about politics. All right, that, and that's my that that's my final question to you. Remind everybody, Mark Morgan joining us was the chief of the Border Patrol under President Obama, uh, commissioner of Customs and Border Protection under President Trump. Y- you've dealt with these guys. I mean, you have been you know the very highest levels. I-, I couldn't get even on a guided tour close to the Oval Office. So I don't. I honestly don't understand how this stuff works. So how is it that? This man, who's the president of the United States, who I'm told is supposed to be upholding, defending, all that good stuff, how can anybody think that this is a good idea? Well, he, he does it. And look, and this is where, look, I'm not just saying this again. I, I, it doesn't bring me pleasure to say that because I have been in the Oval Office. I've had conversations with, with the president, and it's clear to me that the information is not getting to him, a, a lot of this, that, that a mm. lot of the policy is being driven by ideologues and political appointees, and then they're just giving him a cue card on what he needs to say. You know, look, there's so many examples I could give you. But when, when they were talking about the $450,000 payments to illegal aliens, if you yep. remember that real quick, Jeff, when he was asked, he, he hadn't been briefed on it. He didn't have a cue card to read from. And he actually took a, a question from a reporter that he wasn't told to call on. And he gave an honest response. And what was his response? The president said, come on, man. Well, that's ridiculous. We're not going to give a million dollars to illegal aliens. Guess what? It was true. It was happening. And less than 24 hours after he'd been uh, briefed by, by the ideologues, he had to backtrack it. That's where we're at right now in this country. It's insane. Listen, Mark, uh, number one, I appreciate uh, everything you've done for my country. And I, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Your your service is, uh, uh, is noted and admired. And I, I also appreciate you making a couple of moments for us today. It's always a pleasure to chat with you. I, I wish you a Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Hopefully we uh, get a chance to talk again soon. Hey, uh, Merry Christmas. And I have to say this. Go Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, Oh, all right. That's Mark Morgan, who I really used to like, a good guy. Uh, He's seen up close and personal what's going on, and it ain't that pretty at all, as Warren Zevon would say. Jeff Katz sitting in for Glenn Beck. It is the Glenn Beck Program. You are listening to the Glenn Beck Program. 
You've heard me talking about MyPillow for years and how it's changed the way I sleep. Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, fitted me personally for my own MyPillow because I told him, I said, I don't think I really like him. And he said, wait, I think you have the wrong one. Got me the king size pillow. It has changed the way I sleep. It will not go flat. You can wash and dry it constantly and it stays the same amazing shape. You fluff it once before you go to sleep and it's that way. Best of all, it's made right here. So you don't have to worry about, are they going to be my pillows on the shelves? Along with the lowest price offer, Mike is also extending his money back guarantee trial until March 1st of next year. So it makes a great Christmas gift. You can get the standard my pillow for $19.98, originally $69.98, a $50 savings, and the king size pillow is $10 more. Go and see all their rotating discounts over 150 my pillow products. Enter the promo code BECK 800 966 3117. 800 966 3117. It's mypillow.com. Promo code BECK. It's the Glenn Beck Program. Jeff Katz, happy to be sitting in for Glenn today. A thrill and a pleasure and an honor. Normally heard on uh, News Radio WRBA in Central Virginia. We, of course, very, very happy to be uh, an affiliate of the Glenn Beck Program. And I, I want to make sure that you take a look at some of the things we're speaking about. Uh, one of my great resources is theblaze.com. Another one is glennbeck.com. I've got a few other things if you want to hit me up on Facebook. One of the things that, that, that just occurred to me. Now, I live here in Central Virginia. I'm so thrilled to be in Virginia, but I've lived all over the country over the years. One of the places that we spent a lot of time was Boston. My, my lovely bride is from this little town, this bucolic town on Buzzards Bay. They're, they're right by the water. There's never a crime. All the children are ideal and perfect. And, you know, the streets are paved with gold in Marion, Massachusetts. And, and I'm from the city of Philadelphia where, well, they're not paved with gold. That's all I can tell you. And while Heidi spent her life smiling and searching out unicorns and rainbows. Yeah, I was a cop, right? Very first police job, by the way. One of the greatest was with the North Wildwood Police Department, North Wildwood, New Jersey. What a great community. I was a summer cop there. Spent most of my time, actually, truthfully, just chatting with the, the, the college girls who drove the tram car, but that's besides the point. But Boston is someplace where we spent a lot of time, and now... First of the year, apparently, guess what? Uh, no eggs. There'll be no eggs served anywhere in Massachusetts. Now, why is this? Well, Jeff, you just told us that Joe Biden screwed everything up. I mean, they're empty shelves because of Biden. Eh, this is not Biden. It's another set of crazy Democrats, but it's not Biden. The, the lunatics who are absolutely fervently convinced that chickens are people too have made it fundamentally illegal to sell eggs they have all sorts of housing requirements now for chickens hens they have to have a, a certain accommodation certain food certain you know friendly people to talk to them and massage them and so the farmers are saying no eggs for you jeff cad sitting in today for glenn beck it is the glenn beck program